Welcome to Sunday Fun Day, where every episode, this husband and wife give you the scoop on a different ice cream flavor. I'm your King Cone, Marcelo Goldberger. And I'm your Ice Queen, Carolyn Crow. Today, we'll be talking about Van Leeuwen cookies and cream. Before that, let's get to our ice cream social. Carolyn, what's going on with you? What's going on with me is since I have begun an ice cream podcast, I've been going to Zumba class, which I love. You do. It's really, really great. But it's funny because my instructor is good, but she never talks. And I'm, I'm used to, uh, I'm used to a Zumba class being like really loud and crazy and like, like, yeah, whenever I've done stuff like that, the instructor is usually just yelling at me, like try harder, do do, two more, you know, in in a, in a way that's supposed to get you motivated in an inspirational, motivational way. Sure. But, uh, yeah, no, this, this is the quietest Zumba class I've ever been in, but I'm still really enjoying it. And it's, it's a pretty good workout. It's fun. That's good. Well, at least you, and your, your sister's going too, right? One of your my sisters. Sister, yes. One of my sisters has been joining me and uh, yeah, you know, it, my, my sisters are generally more into fitness than I am, but I like any kind of fitness that involves learning a little routine and swiveling my hips and, and doing that kind of fun stuff. So um, it's one of the few fitness things that I can beat my sister in so (laughs) you can beat her it's why she won't play pickleball with me because she knows I am the superior racket sport player and uh and she wants to be superior in terms of fitness this is taking a weird dark turn (laughs) (laughs) yeah very succession very kind of vibes here you know can you defeat your sibling right can you defeat your sibling in zumba in pickleball uh it, it doesn't matter. We don't need to be competitive about this stuff. We can just enjoy the Zumba class together. Yeah, but you know, it's, it is kind of a competition too. I mean, we know that I'm better at tasting ice cream than you are, so. <laughs> but I'm better at making ice cream, so. And and taste, you're just better at all the metrics, it's fine. <laughs> you are better, I mean, I'm joking. What's going um, on with you? What's going on with me? I don't know, my beard, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I won't, I won't, it won't be about my hair this week, I promise. Uh, work's been busy, you know, I've got some photo shoots coming up and that's been taking up a lot of my time. It's a, it's a lot of, a lot of logistics and getting people wrangled and getting studios booked and getting wardrobe picked out. Yeah. You know, I enjoy helping with the wardrobe side of things. That's always fun for me. It's interesting. You know, I, we work with a lot of female talent uh, in, in my day job kind of thing. And I, it's not something, you know, female fashion is not something I've had pr- traditionally a lot of, uh, you know, experience in, but I've certainly gotten gotten more of a feel for it between being married to you and <laughs> helping you fi- figure out outfits or at least give my opinion on it. So I've had to give a, an opinion on a lot of outfits over the years with you. That's so true. You, this marriage really has prepared me for this part of my job, which <laughs> I was not expecting. <laughs> Yeah. No, you're very good at your day job. Oh, thank you. I wasn't fishing for compliments, but I'll always take them. (laughs) (laughs) A little fishy lands on the hook that goes out there. I'll take it. There you go. Thank you. All right. Now that we've caught up, let's go to some ice cold facts about Van Leeuwen. Carolyn, what do we got for today? We've got a whole bunch of vowels is what we've got. So (laughs) for, for our purposes today, we will be using the American pronunciation of Van Leeuwen. And actually something you said on the last episode really helped me. You said, Van Leeuwen, what you doing? So now I just remember what you doing. 
Van Leeuwen. So that's been very helpful to me. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll make up a bad rhyme anytime. <laughs> Just did it. Nailed it. So Van Leeuwen started in 2008 as an ice cream truck in Brooklyn, New York. It was started by brothers Pete and Ben Van Leeuwen and Laura O'Neill, their business partner. Laura also at the time uh, was married to Ben. Shocking. Uh, it was actually the day after they were married in 2008, they launched the business. Wow, that's a, a busy time in their life. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. So even though they separated in 2012, they consider their business partnership strong and call it a family business. So that's, that's nice. No longer romantic partners, but still business partners. So they started the business because they wanted to bring a design-minded truck to the streets of New York City. They just... That's the most Brooklyn thing I've ever heard. Isn't it? Isn't it? They just wanted to get a real bougie ice cream truck out on those streets. And as part of that, they wanted to use a really high quality ice cream. Ben had driven a good humor truck as a younger, Amazing. Uh, I think college student, it said. So he was accustomed to the ice cream truck lifestyle, but he wanted to level it up. Well, they I mean, you have to admit that the ice cream truck probably does have some layers to go up, you know, not not to shade every ice cream truck, but there's a basic a basic model to an ice cream truck. So there's there's good there's places to go up from how to level up an ice cream truck. Very true. Very true. So they struggled, though, finding an ice cream that was of a quality that they felt was suitable to this design-minded, buttery, yellow ice cream truck that they bought on eBay. And so they decided to develop their own ice cream. And, mm -hmm. you know, the three of them shared an apartment and were making test batches of ice cream in their apartment. And they were just basing them off of Thomas Keller's Bouchon cookbook. So Bouchon is a very, very famous bakery in California wine country. Thomas Keller, of course, one of the most famous chefs in the world. Yeah, I've so, heard you mention that name quite a few times. Yeah. So they basically started at the top with their, you know, premium, truly classical ice cream recipe. Yeah. And they, it sounds like, didn't change too much about it. I'm sure they're not making the literal same exact recipe that yeah. Thomas Keller put in the Bouchon cookbook. Once you got to scale, it gets, uh, you got to make a couple of different decisions. Right. But they, Van Leeuwen does distinguish itself by producing this very premium natural ice cream that they actually have to label it as French ice cream because it contains so much more egg yolks than most ice creams available on the market. Now we've gone over before when, you know, in like your briars and such where they have to label when it's not ice cream because it mm -hmm. doesn't contain enough something. And mm -hmm. now is there also, and you can tell me what it is that makes it again, just to repeat, like what it is that makes it ice cream or not ice cream, mm -hmm. but is there also a, a thing where you have to label it when it's a specific kind of ice cream with like in this case? So that's the impression that I got from the Van Leeuwen website. And since it's such a relatively new business, there's actually not that much information out there on the internet. Like their Wikipedia page is very bare bones. Yeah. As usual, you can find all of my sources in the show notes for this episode. But I ended up taking a lot of my information from interviews that the founders did with various online magazines and- yeah, there was there was some interesting stuff out there and and it's nice to sort of hear it 
direct from the the founders it also means you're getting a fair amount of marketing spin on there sure. as opposed but yeah, we can't we can't ask farmer armor Frey about the right. beginnings of his ice cream right exactly so the impression that i got from the van leeuwen website i believe the wording that they use is we had to label it french ice cream because of this difference in our recipe so yeah. they are implying that yes it was a, a legal requirement i don't actually know off the top of my head, if if that is a legal requirement. It could be. We just had to right. label it French ice cream. <laughs> right. I will say that their packaging differs. Some just say ice cream. Interesting. Couldn't tell you. Um, of course, ingredient labels always list everything in the order with the most item to the least item. So on all of their can, packaging. Actually, can you say that again? Because that was something I didn't know. Maybe it is common knowledge, but that they're basically, they're, it's ranked by the amount of ingredient in the product. Right. So when you make an ingredient label in descending order of quantity in the recipes. Cool. Yeah. Did yeah, I complete French... my thought about French ice cream? I, I basically mean, don't know. <laughs> yeah, but they, they feel like they have to label it French ice cream because of the egg yolk content, whether it's legal or not, the, the, they're making a distinction there on some of their ice creams. Right, exactly. So they distinguish themselves with their very classic formula, but they also are notable because of their wide variety of vegan offerings. Their vegan ice creams are supposed to be very good too. We did not taste one today, although we could certainly uh, try one in the future. Yeah, I mean, I'm certainly, you know, we we aren't vegan or vegetarian currently, but I'm definitely interested in in trying out different things and maybe we'll try to get a guest on who's a mm -hmm. vegan and see it from their perspective if it kind of is good or great kind of thing. But yeah, I'd be interested, obviously, in trying all kinds of different flavors and styles. And people should definitely be sending us their suggestions either yeah. on Instagram or email. So Van Leeuwen currently has 19 dairy flavors and 12 vegan flavors. In 2016, they moved into a larger production facility still in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, where they have a 200 gallon pasteurizer and that means they can make about 500 gallons of ice cream and frozen dairy desserts a day. Wow. They currently have 39 scoop shops across the country. 39? 39, a whole bunch of them in New York. And then they expanded into LA and now they're in Colorado, <laughs> Texas, et cetera, et cetera. And guess what? There what? are three scoop shops coming to DC, our area, yeah, later bomb. this year. So- they are rapidly expanding. That's great. I mean, just to, to have a retail operation be expanding is uh, pretty impressive in 2023. Yeah, definitely. And so they opened their business with investment just from family and friends, and they have not had to do a second round of investing. So they're being very successful so far. So congratulations to them. For, and... for a company with such a confusing name on the box, uh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, as I said, I just bought this on a whim at Target because uh, I wanted to try something new and the flavors all sounded really interesting. I had a hard time choosing lots of fun and exciting options for us to try in the future. But today I just went with an old classic cookies and cream. And that's everything I've got to tell you about Van Leeuwen ice cream. All right. Well, we're almost ready for the flavor of the day, but first let's go to the break.
All right, we're back, and it's time for the main event. This week's flavor was Van Leeuwen's Cookies and Cream. But before we give our personal reviews, we always like to read the company's take on their product, or as we call it, the ice cream dream. And this is straight from the Van Leeuwen website. And nothing makes us happier than this cookies and cream ice cream. Nothing. Not children. Not dogs. Not rainbows. Nothing. Dark chocolate cookies. <laughs> plus a rich cream filling, plus cold ground vanilla bean ice cream equals non-child, non-dog, non-rainbow happiness. Wow. Ooh, I love it. I, lo I love some good copy. That was kind of funky copy, huh? That's a little Brooklyn Wild. Yeah, it sure is. I'm here for it, even if it's a little a little much. Uh, it's, it's, hey, it's better than like Turkey Hills, nothing. <laughs> it's, it a vanilla. It vanilla. All right, well, so let's get into our scores here. As a reminder, we score everything on one to five in taste, texture, creativity, and visual appeal. So Marcelo, why don't you kick it off here? All right, let's do it. Taste four. I thought the taste was great. You know, they're, they're talking about a, a well-made ice cream made with good ingredients, and I thought it was there. I thought it was cookie-y. I thought mm -hmm. it was creamy-y. Um, it, it was everything I was looking for. It's straight four for me. Okay. Easy peasy. Mm -hmm. And then for texture, four again. I thought the texture was great. It was, it was really smooth and rich. It had the, mm -hmm. the, the cookie bits in there. So you got that kind of variation. It's not just the smooth ice cream. It's the little chunks. And, but you know, it's not a, a full five. Cause like mm -hmm. the, the one, the one thing I'll probably ding overall about it was just kind of the variation in the sizing. Mm. Well, I think Ben and Jerry's always does a good job, especially in the Cherries Garcia that we reviewed mm -hmm. of varying the size. So it's not, you know, there's some smaller ones or some big ones or some medium ones. This one, I had like a couple of big chunks of cookie mm -hmm. and then the rest were just like the small little flakes in there sort of thing. And it was kind of disappointing to not have mm. full on like a good variation th distributed appropriately mm -hmm. throughout. So, but I mean, it, it, again, it was, it was good. So I'm not going to dig in too hard for that. <laughs> um, creativity for, you know, mm. yeah, I know. So bringing the brand in, the Van Leeuwen brand is so, so interesting. Like, as you talked about there, they've got a very modern Brooklyn sensibility about mm -hmm. it. And then obviously on the website, they've got this interesting branding and uh, marketing copy. And so it just seems like they're having fun here and creative in a sense of going back to basics and like doing this in their apartment and like really starting with Thomas Keller's recipe, just mm -hmm, like, how mm -hmm. do we like reinvent ice cream? If we drove around a good humor truck, we have a pace there. Mm -hmm. Where do we go from there kind of thing? Hmm. So it's a four for creativity. And finally, a four for visual appeal. Oh, wow. I straight fours. Straight fours across <laughs> the board. Uh, and the visual appeal is like, yeah, I mean, again, it'd be nice if the the cookies was a little bit chunkier in there kind of thing. But again, it's it's a really nice looking ice cream. Cookies and cream has that nice black and white, you know, look to it. And and it was there. Now, I, I, you know, I'm going to admit it was hard. There's, I don't know, it was, looking at my other scores, perhaps I made a mistake by looking at my other scores and I'm trying mm. to figure out where this ranks. And I tried to give something a three, a three here or a three there. And I just felt like fours. A, four, mm -hmm. a straight four and maybe i don't know maybe i messed up by doing it this way in that no. I, I didn't felt like a four like it felt like a solid four on all on everything no i i think it's legit to refer to our past scores yeah you, it, you feel it like the, that's cheating 
No, you know, it's it's hard because like maybe my gut instinct would be to give texture a three because of the way that the 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 distribution was off kind of thing. Um, of the, again, I'm just nitpicking. It's I only have the one nitpick, so I'm just going to keep coming back to that. Just that the cookie sizing was a little off. Um, but it had it had the soul of a four. It's just like when I when I looked back and I kept changing the score back and forth and looked at the other scores, I'm like. This is a, just a straight four. It's yeah. just, it doesn't reach the heights of like the best ice cream I've ever had or the most inventive or the most best looking, most yeah. bestest lookingest <laughs> ice cream award. But like it had, it had that solid four feel to it. Hmm. Interesting. So with straight yeah, fours right. across the board, your final score is four. <laughs> the system works. How about you? What did you, what did you feel? So like you, I had a little bit of trouble with this one and I went back and forth, particularly on texture. Mm. So we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. We'll start with taste. I gave taste a four mm -hmm. because I thought that it tasted good. It didn't like knock my socks off. Yeah, totally. I thought that the vanilla base was not super vanilla-y. Mm. I should I have been more tuned into that after last episode's vanilla. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to specifically say it has a vanilla bean base, then yeah. we should be able to get some of that vanilla off of the flavor. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting it. I also felt like the base was not sour, but not sweet. Hmm. It was it was kind of a plain base. Okay. But when you got those bites with the cookie crumbs and especially with that really sweet cookie filling, yeah, it really balanced everything out. So I appreciated the base for that reason. It created a nice contrast. It worked, um, yeah. The cookie crumbs had a nice dark chocolate flavor. Love that sort mm -hmm. of black cocoa Oreo flavor. Yeah, that black and, cocoa was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a four on taste. I landed on a three for texture. Sure. I thought that it had a really nice mouthfeel, very silky smooth. Mm -hmm. um, ultimately, I was also not thrilled with the way that the cookie chunks panned out. Yeah. I don't know if I wanted more cookie chunks. I think I could have used a little bit more crispness in the cookie itself, which of yeah. course is a very difficult feat to accomplish when sure. you put a crispy cookie in a wet ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you're going to get a wet cereal scenario very quickly. For sure. But like coming off of, you know, say the Cherry Garcia, which obviously mm -hmm. were chocolate chunks, not ch like Oreo cookie kind mm -hmm. of thing, but that mm -hmm. cr that crunch you get, like that nice gang. And I don't know, there's something something so vital about that to make to really elevate an ice cream. Yeah, it was definitely more of a cookies and cream crumble than crunch, mm -hmm. I would say. So three for texture. I gave it a two for creativity. I did not factor in the branding <laughs> this time. We might have to have a conversation yeah, off mic about. We will. <laughs> how I we're learned gonna... it from you, okay. <laughs> and then for visual appeal, I gave it a four. Mm. Because it looked good. Yeah. Sometimes when you have cookies and cream, it ends up with sort of a gray cast to it. For sure. This did not have that issue. So with all of my weighted scores combined, I ended up with a 3.5.
Yeah, I mean, I definitely was like three points. I was close to a three point seven for mm -hmm. sure. I, I'm, if I recall correctly, when I was just weighting down texture a little bit, kind of thing. So yeah, that's definitely the right area. Yeah, I think ultimately, I felt like this was a middle of the road ice cream. You know, we we haven't released our uh, practice episode that we mm. did, yeah. but the flavor that we tasted on that practice episode really knocked our socks off. Oh, for and, sure. And we were recording that and saying, uh, can we give it straight fives? Yeah. I, yeah. I felt like this did not blow us away. Yeah. And I think Fair. that's reflected in our scores. So your four combined with my 3.5 gives us 3.75 for Van Leeuwen cookies and cream. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I feel like a 3.7, 3.75 seems just about right. For as high as it can, wants to reach, it doesn't quite grasp it. But a, a tasty exploration, certainly. A good, a good place to start with this brand that we've never had before, and I'm excited to try more in the future. All right, and that brings us to our next segment, the Wheel of Toppings. Whoop, whoop. All right, I'm going to spin this wheel of 33 different toppings, and let's see what we get. It's a big wheel. It's a big wheel. The wheel was a little bit glitchy today, but I have, I have an interesting development on the wheel. Out of 33 toppings, today we have spun Oreos. Are you, wait, are you, <laughs> are, are you serious? Have yeah. you actually just switched over to a wheel that only has Oreos? It's a hat on a hat, you oh, know? For, for <laughs> like, sure. Or is it the double stuff Oreos of ice mm, cream? Aha. If I may put my pastry chef -y hat on for a moment. Always. I think you're going to run into an unfortunate situation where your uh, smushy, crumbled ice cream cookies and cream Oreo are going mm. to pale in comparison to the freshly sprinkled Oreos on top. I don't know. Or does this not give it that thing that you're looking for and actually evens it out? No, it's not enough contrast. Okay. If, if you're looking for contrast, you have to go all the way. You can't go halfway. So sure. I mean, that's uh, an ideal for a topping. Obviously you want to add another element to it. That's going to bring out all the other ones. Exactly. The, the whole point of the topping is to have something that contrasts and complements it. And in this case, you specifically pointed out that the base felt kind of plain. So mm -hmm. it's not like the base here can hold up against more Oreo. It's going to just mm -hmm. falter under the weight of even more actual factual Oreo crumpled on top. Oh my gosh, we're just drowning under a mountain of Oreos. Can you imagine? What, what a is... way to go. <laughs> All right, folks, we're almost at the last bite where we'll reveal next episode's flavor. Before we finish up, we'd like to do a little lightning round call, Will It Float? So Carolyn, what carbonated beverage do you think would best pair with today's ice cream? You know, I, I honestly don't think I would love this as a float. Those <laughs> uh, cookie crumbles are smushy enough as is. I, I don't think I would really enjoy sucking it up through a straw. I, but maybe I'm alone in that. What do you think? Yeah, I would definitely be down with it. I, I guess I don't have in my head that cookies and cream has to have like big chunks of Oreos in it as much mm -hmm. as it needs to have the flavor of Oreo kind of mm -hmm. mixed in. I don't disagree. And definitely I like that in cookies and, and cream. But I think as far as the flavor goes, yeah, you can put that in a float and that, that cookie 
vanilla flavor will go really well with like a just like a coke or a cherry coke or something like that mm, cherry coke that's interesting I don't want it, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to have it then. Yeah, I think it's another situation of will it float? Mm. Yeah, it can't. It might, maybe. It, it could. It could. A hard maybe. Not our most buoyant, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And before we reveal next episode's flavor, how about you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review? And we'd love to hear your suggestions for what flavor to try next on Instagram at Sunday Funday Podcast and email at Sunday Funday Podcast at gmail.com. That's Sunday with an E and Funday with a Y. And why don't we go ahead and reveal next episode's flavor? Next episode, we're going to be tasting Edie's Double Fudge Brownie. Oh man, we're going super chocolate. We're, we're going super <laughs> chocolate. If you have not heard of Edie's, it might be because in your region, it's known as Dryers. So either Edie's or Dryers, not Briars, double fudge brownie. And maybe we'll find out why next time. Mm. Well, that'll put the cherry on top for today. As ever, I'm Marcelo. And I'm Carolyn. And always live life a la mode. Bye.